the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. Christ didn't simply heal a paralyzed man. He transformed him, both physically and spiritually. Those who are saved understand the very physical and spiritual relationship they have with Jesus Christ. If you know this, want this for someone else or for yourself, keep listening. The Transformative Power of Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful Memorial Day. It's uh, such a special day for our country. Um, You know, Jesus said uh, that there's no greater love than to lay one's life down for one's friends. And, you know, we live in this wonderful country because people have been willing to fight for our liberty and fight for, you know, for so long for one nation under God. And um, I'm hoping that we're that we're going to have a great awakening and revival in this country, and we're really going to return to our roots, and that is one nation under God. So let's pray. Father God, I just come to you this afternoon with gratitude to live in the country that I live in, uh, free to worship you, free to live my life as I choose, free to follow my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just thank you, Father, for the sacrifice that's been made over the decades and centuries for people so that we could have that freedom and this country was founded to out of freedom to be able to worship you and to to live our lives in a, in a godly fashion father we ask for strength to be able to do that we we ask that uh we be filled with the holy spirit because that's the only way we can live the way life that you want us to live we just thank you for your grace your love and your forgiveness in jesus name amen all right so it is a wonderful wonderful day and uh we have such a wonderful history in this country and you know i'm i'm optimistic i think i think a lot of people think that the country is is headed in the wrong direction and surely as we go further and further away from the lord there's no question that uh that we've got some problems and we need to turn to god for answers but i'm i'm optimistic that we're going to have a great revival a great awakening a great return to the lord and um i, I pray for godly wisdom for our leaders whoever they may be God's put them there for a reason, and it's up to us to trust God. So today we've got a great message. Um, I hope it's going to be a great message anyway. The more the Holy Spirit's involved in it, the less I am. It'll be The better it'll be. But uh, in any event, it's a great subject. Let's just put it that way. And that subject is deliverance. You know, there are many themes in the Bible. Love is certainly a theme. God is love. And uh, uh, there's grace. There's forgiveness. And then there's deliverance, and we don't talk much about deliverance. People have different concepts of what that means, and we're going to explore it in detail today. The great theologian John MacArthur called it the forgotten doctrine. You know, we go to church and we say, we need to pray, we need joy, we need victory. And all those, of course, are true, but what we really need is deliverance. And you may say, well, I don't, I'm not possessed, I don't need deliverance, but we all need, you know, in the Lord's Prayer it says, deliver us from evil, and there is evil in this world, we know that. Jesus came to die for our sins. Deliver, the word deliverance means to rescue, and Jesus came to rescue us from our sin, sinful nature. 
We are delivered from sin by Jesus Christ, by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So that deliverance has a, you know, the, the, the Israelites were delivered out of, out of Egypt, uh, out of bondage. Uh, there's a theme of deliverance, and, and so we all, you know, we're all struggling with something. We all fall short of the glory of God. In John sixteen thirty three, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen? So, you know, that's how we get delivered from things. We're going to explore that in detail. Before we do, I want to, I want to get uh, uh, an invitation out to everyone out there that can hear my voice. You know, I don't know who's listening on Memorial Day. I'm here live. I came into the KKHT studios. Uh, it's a great privilege and honor to be with you, and I've come in here to, to preach the word of the Lord. And I don't know if we have more people listening on a Memorial Day or less. I'd probably guess less. I don't know. Uh, because at 5.30, we usually have people headed home from work. Um, but, you know, we're two or more gathered. So if you're with me on the radio right now, we're two or more gathered. He's with us here. So, um, And I know Sharon's here with me from the KKHT staff. She's my wonderful producer. So we're here, and we're, we're just happy to be talking about the Lord. And so, But I do want to invite you. We're a church plant, you know, and it hasn't been the – got to be honest. It hasn't been the easiest time to start a church in the middle of a pandemic. So, but, uh, so we're small. But we're growing very slowly, but we're growing, and uh, we've got a great worship team that ushers in the Holy Spirit, and, uh, it, you know, we're we're really, we all know each other's names, and so it's a real tight-knit family, and, you know, we're, we've got called into the middle of the city, and because we, we believe that Jesus came to seek and save the lost, and so, you know, we've got a passion about that. The Bible tells us that we're to preach the gospel to all creation. So, you know, I'm in recovery. Many of you that have heard me before, you know that. God has delivered me from from many things, and it's been a wonderful, complete deliverance, and it's been the greatest thing, journey that's ever happened in my life. But this next Sunday, I want to invite you to our church. If you need a word, if you need some hope, if you need some encouragement, we're a loving, encouraging church. We even call ourselves a recovery church because everybody's recovering from something. It may not be drugs or alcohol. It may be anger. It may be a disappointment. It may be resentment. It may be, you know, we all go through these struggles in our lives, and, and sometimes we feel unsettled, and sometimes we, we just don't know what our purpose is. And we want to encourage people to find their purpose in the Lord because God's got a purpose for each and every one of us. And this Sunday, I'm really excited. God put a sermon on my heart. And it's uh, the encouraging words of Jesus. I'm going through the Bible and I'm reading all the red letter uh, passages from from uh, the Gospels. And Jesus gave us a lot of encouraging words, encouragement. And those words, are they were uttered 2,000 years ago, but they still speak into our lives today. They're still powerful. So that's going to be my sermon this Sunday. And I want to invite you to join us at 240 West 18th Street. Uh, it's in the heart of the Heights, 77008. We're a non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled recovery church. If you need some, you need a word in your life, you need some encouragement, you need to be picked up, or maybe you know somebody that does, and you want to be equipped to go out and help them, come join us. I think these words are going to be will powerfully speak into your life. Okay, let's go back to the sermon today, which is deliverance. You know, as I said, the Lord's Prayer says, deliver us from evil. And there can be no question that there's evil in this world. All we have to do is look at the conduct of, the, of of people, Adolf Hitler, Nazism, white supremacy today, sex trafficking. It's out there, pure evil. You know, we see, we know that Jesus drove out demons in Luke chapter eight and Mark chapter sixteen. We see where Jesus drove seven demons out of Mary Magdalene, who thereafter accepted Jesus's invitation when he said, "Follow me." 
But I'm not going to talk to you today about casting out demons. That takes prayer and fasting and specialized training. I want to talk to you today about protecting yourself from evil. Because I don't believe that it's Christian. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I don't think you can be demon-possessed. But you sure can be influenced by evil. It's everywhere. All we got to do is turn on our TV. If you struggle with lust, well, drive down the street, billboards, television. If you struggle with alcohol, well, every street corner, there's a, a, a liquor store. Not every street corner, but lots of them. If you struggle with anger, well, all you got to do is drive in Houston. And the next thing you know... Uh, you're dealing with that. So it's evil. It's evil, and it's everywhere. But we've got tools that can protect us from that. In Paul's beautiful epistle to the Ephesians, Paul talks about protecting ourselves with the armor of God. Paul says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. And Paul tells us as Christians exactly how to protect ourselves with the belt of truth the breastplate of breastplate of righteousness the gospel of peace i love the gospel of peace and love the shield of faith the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god those were our tools to protect ourselves you know paul was in prison he was in a roman jail when he wrote this and he used this beautiful analogy because he was looking at the roman soldiers and how they protected themselves and he, and he put it on a spiritual basis. So that's great advice as far as protecting ourselves. But as believers, we know we are subjected to the eternal war between our flesh, influenced by the world, and the spirit. Particularly that shield of faith. That's such a wonderful protection because the enemy's out there, you know, sending these fiery darts at us. And, but if we've got faith in God, we're protected from that because we trust in him. And, of course, the Word of God. Whenever you're having trouble, whenever you're unsettled, turn to the Word of God. It's so beautiful. It'll, it'll ch- change your life. If you, if you spend time in it every day, it'll change your life. And, you know, we know from the Bible we take every thought into captivity. Um, you know, the, 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 there's always, always thoughts we're being bombarded with. But we take every thought into captivity and, and return them to the Lord you know, we, we know that his word is true and that he will never give us anything more than we can deal with if we just have faith and trust in him. We know that we have already won the victory and that demons will flee at the sound of his mighty name. And we know that we must have patience and through perseverance our faith is strengthened and our struggle becomes a testimony. Now, what do I mean by we must have patience? Let me give you an example out of the Bible. Can you imagine the Israelites, you know, the uh, God sent the ten plagues uh, upon the Pharaoh in Egypt, and they finally got they finally got released. Pharaoh finally gave up and said, "Okay, go." And so they're they're walking along. They're happy. They took all their possessions, their livestock, their gold. They took everything they could, and they're walking along. And all of a sudden, they get to the Red Sea, and they don't know where to go. They don't know how to get across it. And they look back, and Pharaoh's changed his mind. And all of a sudden, here come all of Pharaoh's soldiers. You know, this big cloud of dust as they come to to recapture them. But God delivered them. Sometimes we have to wait on God. You know, he parted the Red Sea. And, and the the Israelites passed through the Red Sea. And, and Pharaoh and his, his army came through and they got drowned. I mean, what a wonderful way to uh, to, to be delivered. 
And if we have trust in God, he'll always deliver us. He'll always take us out of whatever we're dealing with. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, we see in verses 3 and 4, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Do you know that when you've accepted God and you've asked for the Holy Spirit in your life, that the Holy Spirit lives within you, that you have the divine power, the same power that resurrected Jesus Christ? You've got that power within you. And that's that's what you need to hold on to whenever you're going through difficult times. You know, the Bible tells us that God's powers, that by God's powers, we are delivered from this present evil age. Galatians 1.4. We are delivered from the power of Satan's reign. Colossians 1.13. And this deliverance comes through the work and the power of Jesus Christ, who was delivered up for us so that we would be delivered from the consequences of our sin. Romans 4.25. Indeed, Paul asks in Romans 7.24, who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? And in the next verse, verse 25, he answers it. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. What a wonderful thing. Because, you know, without Jesus Christ, we'd all be doomed. But we've been delivered from the consequences of our sin. And that's wonderful. The deliverance, again, means the act of being rescued or set free. Well, we know in John eight thirty six, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. God is the great deliverer. You know, I've been delivered from things in my life. My father-in-law, who I had dinner with the other night, wonderful man, pr- prayerful man, devout man, uh, he was uh, had a problem with alcohol for years. He got delivered overnight. 13 years he's got sobriety now. Delivered. And I've seen that in our work in the recovery industry. I've seen, I've seen people delivered from heroin. I've seen people delivered from, you name it, I've seen them delivered. But it doesn't always work that way. You know, there are other people that have to go through a process. You know, let me give you an example, an analogy. You don't just walk into a church building the first time, hear a great sermon, open the book, read read a, even a book of the Bible, and now you're a Christian forever, and your walk is perfect. No, that's not the way it works. you got to keep going back to the church. you got to keep being spiritually fed. you got to keep reading his word. you got to keep being in fellowship with other believers who strengthen each other. That's the way the Christian walk w- works. And sometimes for us, deliverance is the same way. You know, we want everything instantly in this age, but we got to work for it. In the recovery community, we have a saying, without God, I can't, but without me, God won't. It's a partnership. And so deliverance sometimes is a process, not just a, a, a instantaneous act. God can do it that way. God, nothing's impossible for God. But sometimes you've got to be patient. You've got to keep working. You've got to want it. And you've got to trust in him. You've got to have faith. And, and not just you, not just me, but the people we come into contact with. We are God's ambassadors on earth. We need to be equipped to be able to tell them that God will deliver them if they keep working at it, if they keep trusting him, if they keep having patience in him. Jesus Christ is the great deliverer. In Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 through 21, we read, An angel appeared to Joseph. He said, Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, 
or Joshua, which means the Lord saves, because he will save or deliver his people from their sins. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus, in chapter 14, Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. He promised the Holy Spirit. He promised another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The world, he said, does not know him, but you know him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I pray right now, if you're listening to my voice, that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That you've asked the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and to be with you and to encourage you and give you hope in all those difficult times. Because we will go through difficult times on this earth. And if you don't know that, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, if you know people that haven't accepted Jesus Christ, I don't know how they do it. Because this world's tough, man. It really is. So I want to invite you again to come out to our church because we want to encourage you. We want to love you. We want to be the light to show you the love of Christ through our actions. We're a, we're a church that believes in encouraging, loving. And I don't care where you've been, what you've done. God's going to forgive you or he has forgiven you of anything. God's forgiven murderers. He's forgiven people that have committed all kinds of sins. When they've come to Christ, because we're all new creations in Christ when we make that decision. We want to help you along that journey, or if you've already done it years ago and you want to help other people. We need people to help equip, to to make disciples of all nations, as we're called to do in the Great Commission. So come join us. As I said earlier, I'm going to... I'm going to have some encouraging words for you, and they're going to be from the creator of the universe. They're going to be the encouraging words of Jesus Christ out of the gospel. I'm going through the the four gospels and looking for the most encouraging, helping things that Jesus said, because Jesus helped people. That's what he, and his signature, by the way, the subject we're on, his signature ministry was deliverance. He delivered people from sin. He delivered people from health problems. He delivered people from anything that that he came across. That's who Jesus Christ is. That's who my Lord and Savior is. So come join us this Sunday at 240 West 18th Street. Oh, by the way, I didn't say earlier, we meet at 6 p.m. We meet at 6 p.m. We're in the heart of the heights. We're a non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled church. We're small, and we know, all know each other, and it's a great-knit community. We've got room, if you're still worried about COVID, to spread out in our sanctuary. We've got a beautiful building that we're renting from another church. That's why we're meeting at 6 p.m. to start out with. We're a church plant, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled church, a recovery church because we're all recovering from something, 6 p.m. on Sunday. I'd love to meet you. My wife, you'll meet her. She's just such a loving person. She'll probably give you a big hug. And um, so it's just a wonderful thing. It's it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to talk to you and to be able to 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 preach the word of the Lord, and and we're just we're just excited. My assistant pastor Rick preached this last Sunday. Did a great job. Um, we're just on fire for the Lord, and, and we just desire more of Him in our lives. And we want the same thing for you. It'll change your life. I promise you. You know, in Acts chapter two, we saw where where the the day of Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit came in, and Peter spoke to the crowd, and he quoted the prophet Joel. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that day, 3,000 were saved. You can be delivered and saved from whatever you're doing. And what does it mean to be call on the name of the Lord? Well, it means to call for his love. God is love. We see that throughout the Bible. I told you those themes earlier, love, grace, forgiveness, and deliverance. When you call on the name of the Lord, you're going to feel a new warmth in your heart, a new love in your life. 
It's a wonderful love. It's a love beyond anything that we humans are really capable of. It's an awesome feeling. You know, there are examples of, of deliverance throughout the Bible, and there are examples uh, in our own life. You know, there's uh, – I don't know if some of you may have read a book called The Cross and the Switchblades. There was a little country preacher from Pennsylvania that God called into New York City, and his name was David Wilkerson. And he went in, and he started preaching in the word on the streets of New York to gang members. And uh, the Lord protected him because he was talking to the worst of the worst. And he would lay hands on them, and the Holy Spirit would deliver some of them just immediately if they were ready to accept the Lord. And he built one of the biggest churches in New York City. It's in Times Square. It's still there. He was a, a great man, and there's still a man connected with that ministry that David Wilkerson uh, spoke to right in the beginning named Nikki Cruz, who preaches all over the United States. They went in with the Holy Spirit, and they delivered people through God. Jesus Christ delivered them, but they had the obedience and the courage to go in and do that. And I've got a friend who, who's got a street ministry, and he said he was surrounded by some gang members once, and they said, you look like a narc. Are you undercover? He said, yes, I am undercover. I'm undercover for Jesus Christ. I love that. So, you know, we've got to be bold in these days. You know, time is short. You know, we never know. You know, I've had a, a, a couple of funerals lately. We never know when the Lord, our time's up. People are being lost out there. We've got to be bold. And that's what we're trying to do going into the middle of the city. We want to be bold and preach the gospel and, and tell people about our Jesus. You know, I read a book recently, and it was about uh, some things in in World War II, and um, Holland had been invaded by um, the Germans, even though it was neutral, the Netherlands or Holland, and all other foreign war, former wars, they'd stayed neutral, but Hitler didn't care, and he invaded them, and, and uh, in 1944... Uh, the British tried to free Holland, and the Dutch had a, a, an incredible underground resistance program, and so they cooperated with the with the British, and and the the effort failed. They were unable to to knock the Nazis out in 1944 out of out of Holland. So the Germans got mad and they punished Holland and the, and they starved them out. And these people were eating anything. They were eating boiling tulips. They were killing rats and cats and dogs and eating anything and they were starving. And by the spring of 1945, the whole country was about to starve. And so it was at the end of the war, the writing was on the wall and and the Queen of Holland who who'd escaped to, to uh, England, begged um, Churchill and, and Eisenhower and Roosevelt to do a food drop. Well, the Germans still controlled part of the country, so the, the, they went to the German governor and they said, if you don't allow us to do this food drop, we're going to wipe Germany out. It's not going to exist. And so the guy finally capitulated, and they used their bombers that had been dropping bombs on Germans to go in low at three, 400 feet and drop 12,000 tons of food. And they called it Project Manna. It was just a wonderful thing. And the people of Holland were so excited. They used white sheets, big white sheets tied together in the form of a cross. And they were holding up signs, God bless America, God bless Great Britain. That's who we need to return to in this nation, one nation under God, where we're doing things out of love and we're doing things to help people. God just doesn't want this country to recover. He doesn't want you individually to recover from whatever you're dealing with. He wants complete restoration and health. He wants to deliver you from whatever you're dealing with. 
And what we need to do is be the light of Jesus Christ and show that in our actions. Come join us at 240 West 18th Street, Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m. at 240 West 18th Street, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. I'll be right out front. I'd love to shake your hand. I'd love to meet you. We're a non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled recovery church because we're all recovering from something. I don't know what you're dealing with. You may be upset, have some resentments, got passed over at work. You know what? There's somebody that can take away the sting of that. You may have gotten a divorce. You may have done something that you're you're dealing with that you just can't get over. You feel like God can't forgive you. That's a lie from the pit of hell. I want to come give you some encouragement this week, right out of the Bible, the, the encouraging words of Jesus Christ. I want, I'm a, I've gone through the, the Bible, and I've, the red-letter Bible, and I've, I'm going to preach on it, and I'm going to use the word, not my words, the words of Jesus, right out of the gospel, the words of love, the words of encouragement, the words of peace. I want to give you a word that's going to help you or help somebody else deal with whatever problems they're going with. Those words were spoken 2,000 years ago, but they're just as powerful today, and they can speak into your life and into your heart, and they can change the way you're dealing with things. So come join us. Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street. I'd love to shake your hand. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to give you some encouragement. And that's what we are. We're a new faith-based uh, you know, church that just believes in the power of Jesus Christ. That's why we named this show The Transformative Power of Christ, because I've experienced that transformative power. I was lost for much of my life. I want you to have the same thing. I want you to bring somebody that needs Jesus Christ in their life. 240 West 18th Street, uh, 77008, Sunday nights in the Heights, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We'd love to meet you. Non-denominational, Bible-based, Spirit-filled church. Hope to see you Sunday. Good night and amen.